Thanks, guys. It's really good to have that time of worship and to have some more to look forward to later. This morning, I um, felt God wanted me to talk about peace, what it means to have peace, what it means to live in peace, and what it means to bring peace to situations. So I had a look at the definition in the dictionary, and it says it's either freedom from disturbance or tranquility, or a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. And if you look at Wikipedia, it says peace is a concept of societal friendship and harmony in the absence of hostility and violence. In a social sense, peace is commonly used to mean a lack of conflict such as war and freedom from fear of violence between individuals or groups. Sorry, Ham, can you bring my water, please? <laughs> Behind Nigel. Sorry. Um, in the Bible, it talks about peace in many places. There are so many verses about peace, and Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. And quite often in the Bible, it talks about shalom, which has a much richer con connotation than the English word does. It's since it has conveyed not merely the absence of conflict and turmoil, but also the notion of positive blessing, especially in terms of a right relationship with God. And also, as a result, the idea that all is well in one's life. This may be manifested most clearly amid persecution and tribulation. In Isaiah 26, verse 3, it says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And in John 14, um, Jesus says to the disciples, these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Peace comes from putting our faith in God and trusting him with whatever is going on in our life. It comes from letting go and trusting him. Remembering he is the creator of all things, how powerful he is, and that he is our loving father who does not leave us to live our life alone. My nan was an amazing woman of faith. And when she was in hospital, just before she died, having been quite ill, she told the family that she was ready to go home. I think for her, that must have given her a sense of peace, knowing she was going home to spend eternity with her beloved saviour. And for those of us in the family who are Christians, it gave us peace amongst all the grief that we were feeling, that she was going to be a better place and be out of pain. When we have our eyes on Jesus, it is a lot easier to feel at peace than it is when we have our eyes on what is going on around us. Life often doesn't feel like that at the time, but looking back, we can see it. Sometimes, however, God speaks and we can feel the peace instantly and it lasts. Some years ago, Ham and I while we're going through a situation where previous experience and current circumstances suggested that we were going to go through a time of pain and loss, and I know I was scared. However, one evening we had a prayer meeting in our house, and a good friend felt they had a word for us. 
They felt we were fearful about something, and God had told them directly about our situation and that everything was going to be okay. That evening, getting ready for bed, I remember feeling that a weight had lifted and I felt at peace. I knew that God had promised everything would be okay, and that was it. And then later on, we had time where there was reason looking at it with worldly eyes to be scared and to panic. But in that moment, I remember what God had promised, how he promised that everything was going to be okay. And I knew that God wouldn't promise that at one point just to take it away later on. My peace didn't come from our friend, although we are very grateful to them for taking a risk and sharing what they shared. But it came from trusting in what God had promised us, that even though things don't look good, God doesn't break his promises. If we look at Mark 4, Jesus calms the storm. I'll read it to you. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Sometimes the situations we face seem to be louder and clearer than what God is saying. The disciples saw the storm and were afraid. If we look at verse 35, Jesus said, let's go to the other side. And for those of you in the Bible study, I've nicked that from this week. If God says he will do something or let us do something, he means he will see it through until completion. He didn't say we're going to stop partway across the lake. He said we're going across the lake. And if we look at Peter walking on the water, he began to sink when he took his eyes off Jesus and looked to the wind. When he saw the earthly reality around him, he doubted. When we doubt or fear, we have forgotten who we have with us, even just for a moment. So what can steal our peace now? Financial worries and insecurities, ill health, busyness, or lack of busyness if you're used to being busy, loneliness, concerns for others, uncertainty, global issues like global pandemics, change, and the constant connection of social media and the telly, constantly knowing what is going on around us. The enemy loves to rob us of our peace. He plants lies in our minds that we're not good enough, not doing enough, doing too much. I know for me as a mum, that when I am about to step out to stuff, the enemy knows my weakness is loving my family and wanting the best for my children. I'm going to lose. And he plants lies in my head, like, you're not good enough. You're not spending enough time with your children. Or you're doing too much um, and not giving them enough attention. And I know that he does that. And sometimes... I let that grow and grow until I want to give up on that thing that I'm doing. 
So a battle for me when I'm leading for worship or preaching quite often, that is what I have going through my head. And sometimes in that, in addition to the lie, there will be physical things. So one of the boys will be ill or something will happen with Hammond. And as a mum and a wife, I would do anything that I could to stop that happening. So that robs my peace. And it's not just when I'm about to step out. It happens quite a lot. But what I have to learn to do is to quickly realise that that's a lie from the enemy and turn back to Jesus and say, I know this is the enemy lying to me. I know this is something I struggle with. But I know that you're in what I'm doing. I know you've asked me to do whatever it is. And I'm going to trust you that you will look after my family. But as I say, it's not always that easy. Sometimes I let the lie grow until it's overwhelming. So where can we go for peace? It was an earthly way of looking at things. For some of us, like me, I'm a bit of an introvert. I like to be at home on my own. Not that I don't like being with people, but I need to balance my time. And some of it's, it's being with friends and family. Sometimes it's to go on holiday, go somewhere quiet. And if things are really tough, sometimes we want to sleep and get away from it all. But unless we are turning to God and letting go of what we are holding on to that is robbing us of peace, then the things we turn to to find peace are just temporary and not lasting or sustaining. If we look at a tightrope walker and their legs are wobbling, what are they doing? They're trying to balance themselves. They're adjusting to keep balanced. If they try to run without regaining balance first, they would fall. They would go to one side. But they need to take their time to adjust and rebalance. When we become Christians, there is not a promise that life will be easy and that there will be no problems so we can be at peace at all times. In fact, Jesus told us that there will be trouble. In John 16, it says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. When life throws things at us, when the enemy puts lies in our mind, how do we keep our peace? We need to constantly make adjustments to help us keep our peace. We need to turn our attention to Jesus. We need to walk with the Holy Spirit, who is our helper, who can guide us. We need to stop or slow down and regain our peace. We need to spend time listening to God and letting him minister to us and restore our peace. For me, in both my role as a mum and administrator... I like to have things in order, and I like to have things planned. Although if you look at my house at the moment, you wouldn't think that. Um, but I can't be in control of everything. In my family, and in the church, and for what other role I do, there are other people involved. There's other aspects that come into play, and I can't control all of them. So in those situations, I need to let go and ask God to step in and to help me. 
with the global pandemic, we went from our normal everyday life to having to be stuck at home. And some of us are not used to being at home with all our family. And there was a lot of adjustment. And there was a lot of fear, not just about health, but about work and how that would plan out. And then at the end, of, well, not at the end, because there's still COVID, but coming out of lockdown, we had to adjust again to being around people, to not wearing masks, and to be up and close. And I know for some people, that was a real struggle. And I think for things like that, we just need to, I know for me, adjusting to having everyone at home and not knowing what it meant for school and education and work, and Hammond was made redundant during that time. There was a lot going on. And I could just keep going, I've got to do schoolwork, I've got to do this, got to do that. But actually, for me, I needed to slow down. I needed to take time, put my worship music on and just spend time with God and think and pray and trust him. Not always that easy when everyone's around you, but that's what I felt I needed to do. I've lost where I am now. In life, we have challenges that have the potential to take away our peace. If we are unwell or someone we care about is unwell or someone we love is given a diagnosis that means that there will be things they struggle with that we hadn't even considered before. This has the potential to rob our peace. Us humans are in general caring creatures and as a mum, like, as I said, I like to be able to fix things and make people happy but I can't always fix things on my own. I can't make people happy on my own. It is in these situations, I might be, we must adjust and look to Jesus. We have to let go of the things we wished we could fix, but can't, and trust him to deal with the situation. For example, with redundancies or a loss of job, we can suddenly find ourselves with a loss of income, something that we may have put our security in. In that situation, we need to turn to Jesus. And he has a plan. So whatever's going on around us, we need to remember that he has a plan for each and every one of us. However tough life may look, however things may not turn out the way we want to, he um, has a plan and he will make sure it happens. So how do I find peace as a mum? and with work and everything else we have going on. I turn my attention to Jesus. I need to listen to Holy Spirit's prompting to refocus my attention onto him if I don't do it quick enough. The ways I do this normally are to go for a walk or run and pray or listen to worship music, which refocuses my attention onto Jesus. It takes my eyes above the situation and onto my heavenly Father who never leaves me, and to let go of whatever I'm holding on to that is robbing me of peace. It is so important to remember that God never leaves us alone and that we are constantly surrounded by him. But sometimes finding that set-aside time is not easy if family members are poorly or life is super busy. So I have to adjust and find a way of getting that peace and that time with God. Sometimes... Deliberately stopping or slowing down, even though everything seems to be going so fast and it seems to go against what I need to do. And if I take that time out to spend time in God's presence, quite often I find I end up with more than enough time to get the stuff done that I was worried about in the first place. 
I'd just like to point out that I'm not perfect at this, and I'm not always at peace. And working through this preach has been hard. But I believe that God wanted me to speak on this because I've not been at peace, and he wanted me to slow down. Recently, in another prayer meeting, someone had a picture of me sat at Jesus' feet, and that was enough for me, and I was happy. And this is something I desire to do more, but at times I feel I have too much to get to get to, to get there. I believe for us to be at peace, we need to regularly spend time in God's presence with no agenda other than to worship him and to see what he has to say to us, to read his word and to allow him to fill us to overflowing with his love so that all that we can feel and sense is him. I believe for us to have peace, we need to remember who our Father is, how good he is, how powerful he is, and that he never, ever fails. We need to rest in him, in his love, and let go of the things we are holding on to. Sometimes we have things or thoughts in our lives that are robbing us of peace, but we have had them in our lives so long, we are scared to let go because we don't know what will happen if we let go. Along with that, we could look at the forgiveness that Andy was talking about last week. Sometimes we hold on to bitterness because that's all we know and we don't know what will happen if we let go. But if we let go and put those things into Jesus' hands, we can trust him with those things. And when we are truly trusting Jesus and walking with him, we will feel at peace. As I have said, though, life throws things at us and we don't always feel at peace. And you know what? It doesn't make God love us any less. He is still there, and he still wants to help us. Lasting peace is knowing that even though life is hard sometimes, and sometimes we feel feel fearful or anxious, God still has us and still has a plan for us. Not only does Jesus promise us peace, we are also called to be peacemakers, to bring peace into situations In the Beatitudes, it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. When I was younger, I had a poster of that in my bedroom wall. And people have quite often said to me that I bring peace or calm into situations. But I used to cringe a little at that because I want to be the loud one. I want to be the one that makes change happen. And um, to come across as strong, I felt that being peaceful might come across as timid or weak. But in fact, it takes strength of faith, knowing God is in control, even when I feel I'm not. Even when people around me are shouting or angry or stressed out to snapping point, it can take some strength to take a breath, recenter, and to ask Holy Spirit to guide you in in what to say or do, or not say or not do. I don't get this right all the time. Just ask my family. I do snap back more regularly than I would like to admit. But then to bring peace into the situation, I need to apologise and ask for forgiveness. Sometimes speaking in a strong but calm voice is what is needed to calm a situation down and then be open to allow peace in. Recently, I've had some examples where I've had to do this. I served at Davis Tent over the summer and there was a situation where somebody wasn't wasn't speaking in the way that we would 
hope people would at Davis Tent. And they needed, they needed speaking to. And I knew, because the event management team had asked me to go and speak to them, that I had them behind me. And in that situation, knowing God was with me, but also knowing somebody more senior to me had my back, um, made the difference. And I was able to talk to this person with all the stuff that they were angry about being shouted at me and blamed on me. And at the end, God said, I want you to pray for them. And I was like, really? They're not going to want me to pray for them. They're just angry. But actually, they did. And then they prayed and said, thank you for my gentle spirit. So through all of that, God has given me the peace and the strength to stand against what she was saying and say, actually, I'm not coming from that place. I'm coming from a place of this is the rules and I want to protect people that are here, including you. And also, in the role I was in, if we had lost children, we had to do the all-channel announcement with all the details of the child that was missing. And for me, that's quite a scary thing. I don't like talking in front of people. Um, and I did. And one of the ladies on the safety team is a paramedic in her day job. And she said how calmly I did that, and she was really impressed. And for me... I knew that wasn't me because inside every part of me was shaking. I go, you don't want to do that. You're going to say the wrong thing. You're going to say bits of information you're not meant to or you're going to say the wrong colour clothes or something. But actually God kept me in that situation and that child was found and all was good. But sometimes we have to take that breath and step into something, even if we don't feel peaceful about it. Sometimes taking that step when we feel nervous, when we feel scared, actually is what brings us peace because we step out in what God has asked us to do. So are you at peace? Are you living in the knowledge that you are held in the hands of your heavenly Father who loves you and will never leave you? Or are you holding on to things that you are too scared to let go of and trust God with? This morning, this wasn't actually last night, in the early hours of the morning, I had a picture of God sitting down and inviting each one of us up onto his lap. And as I lay there on the living room floor praying, God gave me a list of stuff that I wasn't letting go of. And he asked me to sit up on his lap and talk to him about it. And I feel that this morning God's asking people to do that. Not go digging around for stuff that you've dealt with in the past, but just ask Holy Spirit if there's anything you need to let go of and put into his hands. Because he has you in his hands. And for me, that's such a precious image. So I think it'd be good to pray. And just imagine yourself either sat on God's lap or sat next to him, just like you're chatting with a friend. And ask Holy Spirit if there's anything that you need to let go of, anything you're not feeling at peace about. And then ask him to take those things. And as you do, sometimes it's helpful to do a physical action so you could, with your hands, like you're giving something. And then when you've given that thing over, ask God to fill you with his peace. And if it's a lie that you're believing about yourself, ask him to tell you what the truth is. Replace that lie with a truth that's specific for you. Because when God speaks to you, 
He loves us all, but he loves us individually, and he knows each one of us. So for me, at the beginning of SSL, I asked Holy Spirit a lie that I believed about myself, and it was that I don't like the sound of my own voice, and here's what I want to, wants to hear what I have to say. And Holy Spirit's response when I asked him what the truth was is, I love the sound of your voice, and I want to hear everything you have to say. So this morning, my challenge to you is to ask God if there's anything you need to let go of, to give it into his hands and to receive his peace from him. And also ask him if there's any lies that you're believing about yourself that you need to let go of and receive the truth from him. So if you just take a moment, put your hands out if you want to give him something or receive his peace. Father, I thank you that you love each one of us individually. And your desire is for us to live at peace. Not to feel like we're at war within ourselves or war with other people. But to live in peace. To trust in you so that we can constantly walk knowing that you're with us. So I just pray this morning that if there's anything we're holding on to that we need to let go of so that we can experience that peace. I just pray that you'll show us now what those things are. And Father, as we give those things to you, come and give us your peace, your reassurance. Remind us that you are the rock that we stand on and that you never leave us. And Father, just show us anything that we're believing about ourselves that's not true. And then show us what you think of us.